Ladies and gentlemen, I welcome you to the Faces of RX Fit podcast, a show dedicated to sharing the fitness stories of the athletes and coaches of our gym community. Every Monday, we will release a new interview of someone in the gym that has been inspiring us recently. If you enjoy the show, please don't hesitate to leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And finally, if you don't currently work out with us at RxFit, I personally invite you to email me at tyler at rxfit.health, where we can discuss your 2020 health goals. Our fitness prescription will help you go from unhappy and unhealthy to happy and healthy. Without further ado, let's jump into this week's interview. All right. Hello and welcome to the RxFit podcast. My name is Darren Hodges, your host. And today with us, we have Nathan. Nathan Walsh? Walsh, yes. Perfect. Okay. Um, we're going to go right into it. Nathan, um, we did talk about this a little bit before, but what got you What got you into CrossFit or what got you into fitness? Okay. So you should probably know, since this is audio and not video. Okay. Let's hear it. Uh, one of my defining features is how thin and how tall I am. So I'm just going to get that out of the way first. Okay. Um, I, as a result, I have never been really exceptional at sports or any physical activity. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I avoided exercise like the plague as much as possible. I even used alternative means to get my PE credit in high school. Okay, you have to tell what those means were because I didn't even know this was a real thing. So... Um, I discovered that I could get PE credit by uh, doing marching band instead of regular PE. So I marched around the field for an hour every morning and checked the box, basically. There you go. And I just never thought that that kind of activity would be for me. And I didn't feel like I needed it because I was thin mm-hmm. and... Um, and this was all throughout like junior high, high school? Yeah, ju- okay. high school. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I, uh, I was an adult, married, had a kid, and I found myself uh, watching YouTube. I always joke that I was probably eating cake at the time. <laughs> um, and a, an ad came on for Provo CrossFit, which what this used to be called, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the ad said something to the effect of, you don't have to know what you're doing. We'll track your progress. We'll tell you what to do. It's a social environment, so there's a little bit of social pressure. And all of those elements, I thought, you know, if anything's going to work, it would be those things. Mm -hmm. And so I went, and they had the introductory class, and then they had the regular class. And I was in the introductory class, and they said, we're going to do this workout routine one of the elements is a burpee and I was like I have no idea what a burpee is Dang. so they showed it to me and I thought well that looks pretty simple and then I squatted down onto the ground and I was like there's no way I can get my legs out behind <laughs> me so I, I tried and failed and they decided oh well let's do like the grandma version which was basically just kneeling down and then yeah. push-upping on a box and I thought oh, okay this is stupid so then I did it and halfway through, I was dying, and like I thought I was dying, and I was grateful for the grandma burpees. And then after that, 
everyone thought I was dying because I was on the ground uh, trying not to vomit. And um, then the guy came around and said, what do you think? And I was like, well, I survived. And so I signed up. And this is all in day one. Day one. Yep. Dang, that's awesome. So I want to backtrack a little bit. So you're sitting there watching this YouTube ad. Um, was there anything previously to that that you thought, you know, I want to get in better shape? or? That, well, I, I, truthfully, I come from a family with a nice cholesterol issue oh, okay. that, that comes up eventually. I had not experienced that yet, mm -hmm. um, but several of my siblings have to take a pill mm -hmm. uh, to manage it. And so I just, I knew that eventually my body would require me to do something, but mm -hmm. I was holding out hope that it would be much, much later. Yeah. So why would you not just rather take a pill? Wouldn't that be a little easier than going to the gym and... Oh, well, frankly, that was the plan. Okay. <laughs> I was going to just take the pill, but when this happened, um, a month later, actually, I had gone to the doctor. Uh, we're just, we had a triple screening from mm -hmm. work. They give it to us for free. And the, uh, my cholesterol elevated for the first time in my oh, life. Oh, wow. And it was just a fraction above what was considered healthy. And mm -hmm. I thought, well, here we go. I'm going to have to take a pill. And I thought, well, I've been doing this for a month. Let me see what it's like a year from now, mm -hmm. see what it looks like, and see if I need the pill. So a year later, I uh, had another triple screening and my cholesterol was back down to normal. Oh, that's awesome. And so I thought, well, okay, maybe, you know, I'm already doing this thing, maybe I could just keep it going. And then the next year, my LDL cholesterol, is that the good one? I think so. I didn't know it was good. It uh, elevated, and I was like, oh no another version of cholesterol. So I looked it up online and it just said that, oh, you're healthier than normal. Yeah, if that's exactly. elevated. And I was uh -huh. like, sweet. You know, and, and I didn't even know that until I got my first physical after I'd actually moved away from home. I didn't know there was a healthy cholesterol, like one that you actually want to be high. I, I believe it is your LDL. Um, I think HDL is the bad. Yeah. LDL is the good. But I'm not an expert, so don't ask me. Oh, I think that sounds right to me. If anyone, we can put it in the show notes. We can look it up later and be like, here's, here's what you want to look at. Um, that's awesome. I think that's super interesting. So, what, like, what inspires you to keep going? Because this is a big, like, I don't think people realize how big of a lifestyle change this is. Oh, it's totally. Yeah. So, uh, do you mind another story? No, go for it. I love so, it. So, I... Again, tall, thin, right? Mm -hmm. Wait, um, how tall are you? So I'm 6'3". And how much do you weigh? Well, I've gained weight since coming. Okay. But my weight starting at the end of high school all the way through my first kid was 120 pounds. Oh my gosh. Which is, that's why I say my defining feature is being thin because yeah. it really is scarily small, uh -huh. right? So... I come to find out I have a condition called Marfan syndrome, which is a whole other thing where one of the side effects is that you're just thin mm -hmm. and tall. But I also have a body that doesn't produce muscle easily. Like, it just doesn't do yeah. it. Mm -hmm. So um, I was going one day. We were all in a circle here. And uh, the coach said, let's have everyone introduce themselves with their first name and how long they've been doing CrossFit. 
Now, personally, I dread that number or that, that question because, well, not dread, but it's just not my favorite question to answer mm-hmm. um, because I don't look like a typical person yeah. who's been doing it. And at this point, I think I had been doing it for three years. Mm-hmm. And so the guy in front of me who was, he was just, he's probably what the marble statues in Greece were modeled after. Oh my goodness. So just to give perspective, yeah. okay? So he goes and he says, hi, my name is Brock or Stone or Brutus or one of those names that fits his physique, right? Rocky or just... Rocky something. Some huge dude. And he says, I've been doing this for three years. And so I thought, okay. So then it comes to me and I said, hey, my name's Nathan and I've been doing CrossFit for three years and I know what you're thinking. How are we going to tell these two apart? Oh. <laughs> and I said, I said, I have a very easy trick for you. I'm the one with the gray hair. Oh, my God. And well, that's uh, awesome. people laugh just because there's obviously other differences. But mm-hmm. um, I, I don't go for the physical changes. Mm-hmm. I think your question was, why do you keep going? Right? Yeah, for sure. What inspires you? What I've, keeps I've you lost here? the thread. You're anyway, doing great. So I don't go because of an expectation that I will look different. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that I don't fit a typical mold of people who try to do this. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably weird for some, but I don't mind. So I, I go because I committed to show up every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 6 a.m., and, and so anything beyond that is a victory. Um, so if I get a new personal record, if I lift the most in this thing that I've ever done, then that's gravy on top of what I've committed to do, which is to show up at 6 a.m. That's awesome. So I, it's, it's not a, well, I want my arms to be the size of a tree trunk or I want to be able to see all of the sinews in my stomach. It's none of that. It's just I will show up at 6 a.m. Monday, Wednesday, Friday um, because it's good for me. It's, it's what is important for me to do. It's whatever you want to say, but that's just the commitment I've made. And I don't think that's normal for here, but it's normal for me. I think... I think a lot of people would be surprised how normal that is, um, especially here at, at RX Fit with what we're trying to do. Because we are trying to like, like RX is prescribed, like this is prescribed fitness. And one thing we've really been focusing on lately is sitting people down, figuring out their goals, and then helping them work towards those goals. And the more I talk to Tyler and Mark, the more I talk to people like on this podcast, the more I realize that everyone's goals are completely different. Yeah, And so, honestly, it doesn't surprise me that your goals are, you know, your own personal goals. I think, I think it's awesome. Like, yeah. I love it. I think a lot of people would be surprised that when you come, like, it's really not about, like, hey, here's the mold we want to form you to. You know, here's what we want you to look like. It's really more about what are your goals because I think that's what's going to inspire you. Yeah. Well, and frankly, I think all the YouTube videos of people doing crazy, freakish things, on the one hand, gives publicity to this type of exercise. Yeah. But on the other hand, it does a disservice because I think people think, oh, well, I have to be, I have to be 
health, like I have to be crazy healthy before mm-hmm. I can start. Oh, which is totally And I think that's true. totally false. Yeah. You start and then you get healthy. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's the thing that people forget because one of the things, the, one of the only, well, not one of the only, but one of the main reasons why I'm still showing up, frankly, is because I don't feel judged. Oh, that's awesome. And so I think there's room for me to feel that way in a place where physical appearance is the goal. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I have never felt judged walking through the door. Mm-hmm. And it's been, you know, I often will lift less than the prescribed weight for women. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. And I don't feel like I need to be ashamed of that or uh, hide it in any way. Yeah. Um, because the people that I'm surrounded by are okay and they're focused on their own stuff. Yeah. And so I show up and it's great. And it doesn't actually matter. I mean mm-hmm. it does, but it doesn't actually matter in the sense that I'm not being compared. Yeah, it's not gonna stop you from coming the next day and right. and doing the same thing. Right. And so yeah, it's I suppose there are a lot of people like me, but I think people forget that yeah, you don't have to you don't have to get to a particular place before you can start. The thing that I like about this is that it's unendingly scalable. Mm-hmm. And, and I just do what works for me and yeah. then move forward. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like that. And you know, I really think we do our best um, here at the gym to like make it not seem intimidating to people. We don't want people to come and be like, oh, I can't do this. Or watch CrossFit videos or people lifting big weights and be like... I can't do that. Like, I can't go to that gym. And, like, I feel like that's more of the exception and not the uh, the real, like, culture or personality of the gym. I think a lot of people here are at that stage where they're, where they're trying to meet just different goals. Um, but we really don't want anyone to feel inti- intimidated when they come here. And I think it's awesome that you, like, just brush it off. Like, that's not even... A question. I think that's awesome because you're working towards what you want to be. Yeah, I think it, it took a lot to walk through the door the first time. Mm-hmm. I think I, I was very nervous. Yeah. And and as I laid there on the floor, trying not to vomit, literally trying not to vomit, um, I found myself kind of initially trying to run from it. Mm-hmm. Um, but after I was able to sit back up and and realize that no one was sitting there pointing and staring, that things seemed fine. That's when I found myself going, yeah, it was the worst, but I also survived it. Yeah. And it's okay. And literally, I mean, I perhaps am known for my sarcasm and whatever. So whenever people are like, Oh, what's your favorite part? And I'm like sitting on the couch. Like I I, (laughs) I always say things that I probably shouldn't, No, you're good. but it's true. All of this is always terrible. Like, and I don't mean to sound negative, but it just, every time I go, it's always just the worst, but it's also survivable. And I walk away going, Hey, I did something I didn't think I could. And so when I go to work and I tell my coworkers, Oh, this is what we did this morning. They're always like, ew, that sounds gross. And I'm like, it is like it, it is, Yeah. but it's also survivable. And you can walk into work after you shower and 
stop breathing heavy and realize that I did something that I didn't think I could. And that's a good feeling. Have you noticed a difference in your day? Like, let's say you miss a workout because that does, it does happen to people. I don't know if it's happened to you, but like you miss a workout then you go to work or you're, you're at home doing stuff. Have you noticed a difference in your day? So you're probably not going to like my answer, but I think you'll like my second. Part. Okay, let's hear it. When I miss, I don't feel bad. Like I feel okay. fine. And arguably I feel better because I'm not sore because mm -hmm. I'm just sore all the time. Mm -hmm. However, I have noticed like, cause one of the things that people will talk about it, you know, around here are the gains that they make. And I do make gains, but they're small. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I, I was joking with one of the coaches one day about it. And I said, yeah, I, I still get winded when I go up the stairs. And she said, yeah, that's a misnomer. It's not whether or not you get winded, because everyone gets winded, because when you exert yourself, you have to get more oxygen in mm -hmm. your body. She said, what you really want to pay attention to is how quickly you recover. Oh, I like and that. And like, I was like, oh, I've never thought about that before. And so then I started paying attention. And every time I climb up the stairs, yeah, I'm winded, but then I recover really fast. Mm -hmm. And I had to run for the bus once because I take the bus to work. Um, and I had to run for it like for three, four blocks. Holy cow. And so I, I ran down to catch the bus and I got onto the bus and I sat down and I realized I was breathing heavy, but not heavy enough for anyone in the bus to notice. Mm -hmm. um, I was breathing heavy, but it was, it was sort of quiet. And then, it, and then I recovered. And I thought, that is the indicator I'm going to pay attention to. That's awesome. Is the fact that when I have to exert myself, because generally speaking, I sit in a chair and type on a keyboard. But when I have to exert myself, I recover faster. And that, to me, is cool. That's awesome. A huge tell of your fitness. Another way I've heard it is that <clears throat> how quickly can you get your heart rate back down? Yeah. Yeah, how quickly can you recover, just like you said. Um, because a lot of the workouts we do, we're doing, sometimes we'll do two, three movements, even five or six. And as you're going from movement to movement, you know, how quickly can you take a few breaths in and get your heart rate back down before you have to get up and do something more difficult. And I think, I think that's awesome. I'm yeah. glad you've noticed that difference. And I hope, I hope other people do that too. Like how quickly can I get my heart rate back down? Yeah. How quickly can I recover? It's, and it's, move on to what's next. It's something that people probably don't really pay attention to, yeah, for but sure. for me, it's like, that's kind of awesome. Yeah. And so I, I, I feel like that's, it's not so much the measure of, oh, do you feel worse when you don't work out? Mm -hmm. For me, it's, you know, evidence of my prolonged effort. Yeah, for sure. And, and so you've been doing CrossFit for... Four years? Uh, I think so. Four years? I can't remember. It's either four or five. Oh my goodness. But I think it's four. I think it's okay. four because I think five is too many. I think it's four. So, anyway. so what advice... Um, I want to ask two questions. What advice would you give to someone just starting out? Okay. You know, no matter where they are in their fitness journey. And what advice would you give someone that's been doing it for two or three years and maybe struggling to... To stay going. Yeah, to stay going. Um, I think the advice for the beginner is probably just try it 
and know that it's gonna really, really stink. Like it's, it's going to be hard and it's going to be difficult. But there is sort of life at the other end. Mm -hmm. And if you can persist long enough to reach that other end, you will discover that you are still breathing, your heart's still beating, and you are okay. And I think having that kind of a conversation with yourself for as long as it takes is a good thing. Mm -hmm. To just sit there and be like, yeah, I did this terrible thing, it's gross, and yet I am still alive, and I can come back and do it again. I like that. I think that's just daily. Uh, for the person that is struggling to keep going, part of me wonders, I would probably want to talk to that person to figure out what's happening specifically, mm -hmm. because part of me wonders if that often happens because people have goals that they are not finding they are achieving. Yeah, for sure. And if that's the case, then it may be a reconceptualization of what the goal should be. Mm -hmm. um, because I could have a goal to look like that chiseled Brutus, Brock, whatever his name yeah. was, and I would fail at that goal, and it would be demoralizing to me. Mm -hmm. I have found a goal that works for me. Yeah, for sure. And so, even though it's just literally showing up on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm still going, mm -hmm. and I'm happy to do it. Yeah. Um, and so for me, it, it would be a question of what their goal is and, and the fact that it could be a mismatch. I think that's a perfect answer. I, I would totally agree. Like, sit down, reevaluate your goals. Yeah. Find out, like, what your vision is, what your overall goal is, and then, like, make goals to work up to that. Um, like it, it might be kind of a harder thing to sit and face the fact like, Hey, this goal just isn't for you. Like you have other goals that you should be working toward and focusing on. Yeah. You know, I personally, I believe that, I believe that anybody can do anything. Um, but at the same time, you have to understand like it's going to, it might take a decade to yeah. get there, you know? Um, and in the process, you can either be completely dissatisfied and frustrated, mm -hmm. or you can be hopeful and content and yeah, happy. Sure. And to me, I would rather live in that contented place. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm not going to be huge, but I have, I have come to grips with that and discovered that I am, in fact, okay with that. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, the world's brighter. Yeah. And then it becomes easier to show up. Mm -hmm. Like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, when he talks about like his um, his goals at the gym, you know, obviously he was working towards different goals than you and I. But people would ask him like, "Why are you so happy when you're at the gym? Why are you smiling?" These other bodybuilders, like they're frowning, they're kind of pissed <laughs> off when they're doing the, their workouts, and like that's what drives them. And he's like, "Every rep, everything I do is another step towards my goal." And so I, I really hope that from this people realize you have to celebrate the little victories every single day, all the daily victories, all the daily wins, like the little, the little victories are so important because those build up to something a lot bigger. Yeah. And that's why walking through the front door is my biggest goal. Mm -hmm. 
because it's it's a it's a victory that is easy to achieve. Yeah. I literally just have to get up, put my shoes on, and walk out the door. Yeah. And then walking through the door here, it is it is easy to achieve. And then from there, everything else is extra. It's, yeah. It's icing on the cake. I keep using food analogies. Oh, it's perfect. But this is the perfect place to do that. <laughs> that's right. But that's that. And so all. And so for me, everything's a win. And and so it is yeah. as pleasant as hurting yourself <laughs> in a nice way. Yeah. As pleasant as that can be, the the fact that walking through the door is my goal is is helpful to mm-hmm. me. And it just sets you up for success because yeah. you walk through the door, you have a coach that's going to tell you exactly what to do, how to do it, and then you decide, you know, how much you want to give into it, you know, yeah. how much you want to push yourself. And and I've noticed that even on days, you know, I get to the gym. And I'm just like, you know what, I'm going to take it easy today. And then halfway through the workout, you're like, you know what, I can push myself a little more. I can push it. Because you're just building those small victories, stepping yeah. it up. And it, it's really so easy once you get through the door and you start doing the workout to just, you know, you can go a little harder. You can yeah. go a little more. And it, in, it's in, just easy from there. In uh, I'm not a therapist, but in uh, one therapeutic orientation they talk about leaning into discomfort mm-hmm. and the idea that you lean into something that is painful or difficult and recognize that you are still okay after doing so. Yeah. And it tends to expand your world a little bit. Same principle here. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. I, oh, man. Such huge lessons. I really hope people listen to this and like realize just how, like, they're very simple things but they change your life because it's not stuff that like it's stuff that you practice every single day to kind of get better like just slightly better than yesterday slightly better than yesterday and before you know it you're after a year you're 365% better than you were a year before yeah and you're at four years doing this (laughs) four or five could be six I don't know I don't know (laughs) my memory's terrible so who knows could be two no, I think it's four. But you're still coming, and I love it. I think it's awesome. Thanks. Happy to be here. Yeah. Well, Nate, that's all we got for today. Thanks. Do you mind if I call you Nate? I'm sorry about that, Nathan. That's fine. Nate's Nate's the the cool version of myself that I don't I think like exists, it. but you can you can pretend. <laughs> okay. Well, I love it. Well, thank you, Nathan. Um, Nate, and uh, that's all we got for today. Thanks for listening in. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you have questions you would like asked on this podcast, send them to me through the gym's Instagram account at rxfit.gym. Also, as a final reminder, if you don't currently work out with us at RxFit, I invite you to email me at tyler at rxfit.health where we can discuss your 2020 health goals. Let's do this together.